Hello, boss, and welcome back to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. I am joined by special guest, Airly Wildy today, and we are talking about getting started with automations. Now, I know for many of you, you want to start with automations, but the whole thing just feels deeply overwhelming. And where do you even begin? That is why I invited Ellie to come onto the show. Ellie works with service-based business owners to improve their profit and performance by providing support in project management, productivity, and process documentation improvement. As a certified ClickUp consultant and Asana certified pro, she spends her days in project management tools to help business owners and their teams improve efficiency. How amazing does that sound? And I think what you're going to love about today's conversation is how practical and actionable the tips that Ellie shares. You'll also see her true passion for systems and processes shine through. Are you ready? Let's go. You're listening to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Christy Robinson, your host. I'm here to advocate for you, the business owner who's knee deep in the messy middle. If you're tired of feeling stretched, overworked and overwhelmed, you're in the right place. My goal is to help you streamline, systemize and create a strategy that enables you to step from stressed out worker to the boss of your business. Now let's dive into today's episode. And welcome to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. I am so excited for today's conversation and digging into all things automation. Yes, thank you. Me too. Love chatting about this stuff so much. I know you do. (laughs) You're the perfect person to be talking about automations. Here's the thing. So many business owners, when they don't even know where to start when it comes to automations. And that's what we're really going to dig into today is some really simple and actionable steps in getting started with automations. Yes, it's going to be fun. And it doesn't have to be hard. And that's the main thing I really want to get through today. It can be as simple as you need it to be. So yeah, let's dig in. Yes, I love all things simple. So that's a great place to start. So firstly, where would a business owner or someone who's running a busy business begin when it comes to incorporating automations in the business? I think there's a couple of places to think about here. There are, in my mind, three different types of automations because not every automation is the same as others. The first one is is those marketing type automations and all the ones around your funnel that help people move through your funnel. And a lot of programs have them inbuilt, like Active Campaign. They're all in there and you kind of get the, the flow of, I want someone, if they click here, then they need to get this. If they don't click here, they need to get this you know those kinds of things so that's one type the second type is information management and moving so when information comes in from a new lead or a client or a a payment then I want to see that information elsewhere so you're managing and moving information and the third type is around a process so if this happens then do this and you have a process that that works. So so that's kind of breaking it down maybe to a next level that you might not have thought about, but that might help you decide where to start. It doesn't have to be complicated. So 
if you know that you have some really simple things where you have information coming in but you need to see it elsewhere or pull all the information into one place then having an automation that just moves the information an email and a name it's all it needs to be into a database a google sheet your asana project or ClickUp project so that you have all the leads in one place can be really simple that's awesome. I love the way that you're able to break that down into three categories. So marketing, information management and moving around and processes. Now, I just want to just quickly loop back around because in marketing, you mentioned a tool called Active Campaign. Now, I know what Active Campaign is because I use it personally in my business. But for someone who's listening that may not have introduced these types of tools in their business, can you give us a quick rundown of what Active Campaign is? So Active Campaign is a digital marketing tool. It helps you manage emails to leads and clients clients when they opt in for things and then you can have a, a sequence of actions that will send them information, emails, attachments, landing page links, all of those things in a in a flow that you design so that you can increase that conversion rate really. It's a great tool for, for managing that lead process. Yeah. And it sounds like this is a, a good tool for using for your sales funnel. So taking people from your website and nurturing them into potentially your offers. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. And then for information management and moving, you mentioned ClickUp and Asana. What might those be? Just again, for people who haven't used any automations. Yes. Yeah, so the thing is with automations is that you can, it's basically a way that helps you move information from one tool to another. So if you get a lead into your active campaign and your funnel, you can add that into your project management tool, which is what ClickUp and Asana are, so that you are seeing them and can nurture them and know to follow them up in a couple of days with a phone call or whatever your follow-up process looks like. But it, it's pulling that information into your project management tool so that it's front of mind and that you have you can track all of your leads in one place and that is a a great thing to have i'm imagining the old school at corporate you won't believe this and i'm sure it's the same for you ellie but maybe for our younger listeners when i first my very first job i was in an administrative role and there was no computers like i didn't even have a computer on my desk there was no emails none of that sort of stuff so when you're transferring information back in the day it was simply about writing a memo and popping that into people's pigeonholes or or whatnot so that's really what it is like it's 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 just an electronic version of taking one piece of information and popping it over there really isn't it yes that's right except fast forward a couple of years and we're getting information in our DMs, in email, in texts perhaps, as well as, you know, the, the lead management tool, whether it be active campaign or another. So the overwhelm becomes very real in trying to keep track of all of those things. So when you have something that automatically pulls it into one place and allows you to track it, it just makes it easier for your brain and your time. So it's a great thing, really. I'm sure our boss who's listening today got a little triggered <laughs> when you were saying <laughs> you get it in the DMs, you get it in the text messages. And it's so true. And it's that overwhelm that automations is really going to support you with. So thinking about the end goal is so important, even though it might seem like there's a lot to do, being able to release that emotional energy of managing the information coming in from different places is really what this is all about. That's right. And like, there really is nothing better. Better than that 
that little inside smug feeling of, I know that I didn't have to do it and it just happened. Like it's one less thing to do, right? Exactly. And for many people who are listening to this podcast, they either are doing it on their own or they have a small team of people. So even more so. So is there a type of business that best suits automations? These days, there is so much information that is stored online. So I'd be challenged to think of a business that isn't. Even bricks and mortar businesses that have databases of clients, they're receiving money. All of that stuff is now in the cloud. So there is potential to use automations in so many scenarios. Once you dive in, it's mind boggling and kind of addictive as to what you can automate. Yeah, there's definitely lots of options. And as we said before, really, the goal is to take away that overwhelm to really streamline and make your job easier. So One of the things that I think, though, even though our business owner might know that automation would alleviate that pressure, it's the prospect of being overwhelmed of automation and all the things that come with automation. It's almost like a little bit of a scary word. What might be some baby steps to get started with automations? Great question, because it can be daunting if you haven't dived in yet. It is so big. It's like it's like YouTube, you know, once you get in, you are down so many rabbit holes, it's scary. But just thinking about really simple things, you don't have to do anything complicated. And automations are, are like recipes, because you need you need the ingredients. So you need, if you think of the, the thought, if this, then that. So if this happens, for example, you get a new lead, and someone has typed in their name and their email address, then we want to take this particular information and put it there. So if this happens, then that, we're going to move it, is the that. Does that make sense? So there's a trigger, a consequence, and a a scenario, pulling in that information to move it. And and that's all you need, those three pieces, and you can build from there. Yeah, I love how simple that is, actually. If this happens then that happens. And if there's any takeaways from today's conversation, it's thinking about your own business, your own processes, your own client journey and touch points that might be, you know, taking you some time and you're wanting to incorporate these automations. As you said, it's like a recipe. If this happens, then that. That's right. And really, if there are any operational elements that are recurring in your business, then there is potential to automate those things. If they're not involving human creativity or strategy, then there is potential for for using an automation to move information or to move someone through a workflow. So it's definitely inspiring and exciting to consider that. Yeah. I've said on the podcast before that doing repeatable tasks manually is a sunk cost in your business. And that's where automations are so powerful. So you mentioned three types of automations, marketing, information management, and processes. Where would you start? What would be the first piece of the puzzle would you recommend? I think a really simple place to start would be the information moving because we have so much information in our head and we deal with so much information in our businesses and just being able to keep it organized 
and do those repeatable tasks. Find one that you know really well. Don't start with something that is already kind of, well, maybe I should try this tool with, that I haven't used yet. It's got to be something that you know so that you know when it works. So I think that lead management um, piece of the puzzle is really good. Even one where when you get paid, send me a text message. Like that's a really fun one because you're getting a little buzz each time you get money. Like how awesome is that? You don't have to log in every day to see. You just get notified 24-7. It can be fun as well with things like that. So, yeah, as you can tell, so many options. Yeah, I love that. I had a big smile on your, my face when you said about when you get paid, send you a text message. I have a similar automation in my business when someone signs up to the wait list of the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. It has like sparkles and, you know, sends me a little notification. And and you're right, like it's those nice little dopamine hits. So it, it doesn't need to be something that's like labor intensive or really have any other worth other than bringing you joy. So I love, I loved that. So you mentioned that starting with information moving and something that you know already, would you say that it's really important in that case that you need to know what the process is before you set up an automation? Yes, absolutely. You need to know the outcome that you're looking for. Otherwise, I think it will take you longer to decide what to do. So if you have a really clear process in your business that happens weekly, even monthly, daily, that involves one tool having receiving information and you want it to end up in another tool, then that's a, an obvious place to start, I think. Yeah, I think that's such an important point because if you've got the process right, then you really just need to tell the tool what to do. But if you don't have the process nailed, then starting an automation on a haphazard process is going to be that much harder. So starting with, and this is the tip for you, boss, who's listening today, is that if you've got a clear process in your business that you're doing manually, then that's the place to start when it comes to automations rather than thinking, oh, I need to do this thing over here because it's really hard, but yet you don't have the process there. It's going to be even harder to wrap a tool around that if you're not really clear on what the outcome is of that particular set of steps, if that makes sense. I love things to be really actionable here on the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. So that's a, that's a great, clear first step. And then I guess I imagine that the next step would be is to start to tighten up with those other processes so then you can start to increase more automations and systems and tools. Absolutely. Once you get the kind of the mindset around it, you can see more potential and then you go into perhaps client onboarding so when a client signs a contract then maybe you want to create a google folder in your google drive that has all the templates that you need and it's all done so when you show up for your first appointment with them it's all here ready for you just little things like that that operationally you might do but because it's it's such a, a standardized process it, it can be automated potential is huge yeah, you think that those things are not that big a deal to do because they're easy and simple, but they become leaks in time for sure. Correct, correct. And that is another thing where you become the bottleneck of having to do all those things or you're waiting for someone else to do them. 
and it might be on their timeline, which is different to your timeline. So if you can automate them, then you know that it's done. You know that it's done with accuracy because it's not retyping information or making spelling mistakes. You know that it's done consistently so you can trust the quality of that. So for customer service and sharing information from, again, one tool to another so that someone else who hasn't seen this client before can know and trust the information that they're seeing, so many tiers of streamlining that information and the benefits for a business that it's it's great yeah yeah there's so many benefits for the business owner and the business as you've just outlined i also think when it comes to automations there's such a huge benefit for the client as well what would be some of the benefits for the client do you think I think the the process is just the customer service that it has potential to receive. Like they sign up and they pay money and instantly get an email back. They're not kind of waiting until someone sit that sits at the desk and sends the email. So then they get the next thing and they know and and you're able to provide and delight the customer with zero effort. Once it's set up, it just repeats. So that's a great thing to do. And even as you close a client experience, you can give them all the things that you know will really close off that relationship and leave it positive in a very simple way, even then uh, looking at sending them the next invoice and the next opportunity to book an appointment. You can automate all of that so that you don't have to remember it, so that it can be done with personality. Still, automation doesn't mean that you cut out the human element of it. You can still really include your personality in these automations by still keeping you know the text that you might say in an email it doesn't have to be robotic it still has that potential to serve you and be in line with your business but be automated and and not waiting for someone so I think there's great opportunity for that yeah I love that I think that a lot of people get afraid or I guess maybe a little apprehensive around automations for the fear of losing that human touch. But the truth is, is that as you're saying, is that it really is about probably being even more intentional about what you're putting into your emails and your correspondence because you're designing it with intention as opposed to, oh, I'm scrapped for time. I've got to send this thing and it's got to be, and you that's where actually you end up probably having the less polished client experience because you're you know, you're trying to fit it in and amongst all the other things that you're doing operationally in the business. Yeah, I agree. I think being able to give someone all the information that they will need in each step, keep it consistent for every client, means that your services are delivered more effectively. And yes, you can delight your clients with that information. They they don't need to come back to you and say, so what about this? What do I do about this? So they have it all and you know it's covered. But the other thing is that it, it takes the weight of those things off your shoulders, which allows you more time and energy to go and build those relationships with people because you're not stuck doing admin. It allows you to be more creative, to have those ideas because you're not stuck doing the admin. Yeah, it's so true. So if you're sitting there listening to this podcast today and you're really struggling with time and you have no blank space in your calendar, you're the perfect candidate for setting up automations for sure. Now, what would you say to someone who has been burned by automations in the past? Yeah, I think this is a great question. And I get burned by automations still because it's like maths, right? It's black and white. They either work or they don't. And if they don't, there's a like there's a reason why. And it's all figureoutable. 
there's usually a really clear way of working it out. And I think tools like Zapier is a, a great automation tool. And this has recipes that you can look at. There's help around to support you, whether you look in the help of the tool, the Zapier tool, or you can ask someone at Zapier to help you as well. So I often feel that people think, oh, I'm stuck, but just asking for help, whether it be with them or someone like me can be really helpful to, to move the process forward. Do you think that some people get burned because they haven't mapped the steps properly? Do you think that might be one of the contributors to having challenges with the tools? Yes, potentially. In my business, I, I see a lot of people who aren't quite clear in their processes and want all the bells and whistles, but still don't have that that initial clarity around when this happens, then I want this to happen, then I think this needs to happen. And it all kind of just gets confusing and overcomplicated. So pulling that back and just starting small is is the name of the game for those people. Yeah, for sure. So would you recommend someone to DIY their systems and automations or would you suggest that they hire someone? If you have time to explore, it's absolutely DIYable. I'm self-taught in pretty much all that I do, but I like this kind of stuff. So if you're one of those early adopters and like exploring and trial and error and have the time and the mental space for that, absolutely go for it. But if you are one of those people who could think of nothing worse, then don't waste your time doing it because it's it's not a good, good use of your time or energy. Yeah, good advice. So I'm curious to know, what are your go-to systems and why? So I really like Zapier. Zapier has been around for a long time um, and has just really clear processes around this is the start point, this is the tool, here's the information I want to capture, here's where the information goes into the second tool and that's as simple as it needs to be. They do have other elements like sifting through information so that you're pulling out the right information. They can send emails. It's it's flexible and it's it's very simple and cost effective. And that's a great place to start to learn. I think there are other tools, um, which is called one is called Make, which used to be called Integramat. They've just rebranded recently. And that is kind of the next level, more complicated, data-driven kind of automation tool that can do some fairly specky things but if you're just starting out I think Zapier is a great place to start. Oh this has been so awesome Ellie. So what I'm gathering from today's conversation is that the first thing when getting started with automations you said is to have that clarity of what you're looking to achieve, what you're looking to achieve not only with the tool but also within your business, having those processes in place in terms of how you're looking to achieve that and I loved your process around if this then that. So very simple methodology for anybody who's listening to apply. And then the third tip that I've taken away from today's episode is small steps. You do not need to overhaul your business and automate your business from start to finish. It's those simple things that you've got nailed first that you can then add in those automations. Is there anything that you think that I might've missed here? No, I think that that's a really good place to start. And, and just thinking about automations that can support you it's not taking you away from your business. It's supporting you in your bigger goals for your business. So it can work with you. Yeah, absolutely. And what comes to mind is what you were saying earlier, that 
overwhelm that we feel as business owners. This is this is really important to that. But the second component that I always think about when it comes to, you know, doing everything manually in your business is that working memory that's required. So in terms of your executive function, having to think about the same things over and over again, and that's what automations and having tools like this really support you as a business owner to alleviate that pressure on the working memory. So lots for us to consider here when it comes to automations. So Ellie, I'd love for you to share with our boss who's listening. Where can we find you? So I am airlywildy.com is my website. I'm on Insta and LinkedIn, Facebook, a bit less than I used to be. Happy to chat on any of those platforms and answer your questions. So yeah, thank you so much. And you also have your own podcast? I do have the Business Efficiency Podcast, which is a really fun platform to, to share all this information as well. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking to deep dive into efficiency and systems and tools and automations, then go over and check out that that podcast as well. Thank you so much, Ellie, for joining us for today's conversation. I really appreciate your time and also for your wisdom. Thank you so much. It's been great to be here. (laughs) My pleasure. And to you, Boz, thank you so much for joining us for today's conversation. I do hope that you were able to draw out a few key steps to get started when it comes to automation in your business. I'd love to know what you're going to try as a result of tuning into this conversation. Feel free to shoot me across a DM. And as always, if you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to share that out on your social media or forward it to a friend if you think that it might be of service to them. Thank you again for tuning in and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And if you're not already doing so, connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is Christy Robinson underscore consulting. And listen up. If you're keen to learn more about how I can support you to run your business like a boss, check out the website, christyrobinson.com.au. Thanks again, and I look forward to chatting with you next time.